What is happening, my coffee talkers? We need a name for you guys, the ones that listen to coffee talk. My coffee talkers, my coffee enthusiasts, my friends. <laughs> if you have any ideas for, for names, comment below or uh, maybe send me a private message. But anyways, my people, how are you doing? I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for your undivided attention. Make sure to grab a cup of coffee cup of tea. People tell me every week, Chris, I don't drink coffee. Is that okay? It's fine. You could have water if you want. I'm just a coffee fanatic, so I call it coffee talk. But grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Because today, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the beauty of the month of August. Though it's over, what you can do next August and every August to come to stand out in your field. And I'll show you a few things that I did that helped me really move the ball forward in business. We'll talk about you know how to end the year strong. We're almost in the last quarter of 2018. It's crazy. It feels like it started yesterday. But a few things you can do to stand out, end the year strong. And then we'll talk about how to have more confidence in your business, but most importantly, in yourself. And there's a very subtle trick that I like to use that I learned from very successful people. This works. So make sure to stay tuned till the end for that. But let's start with August. So in August, it's an interesting month because I really see it as like 80% of people do one thing, 20% of people do another thing. 80% of people, and there's no right or wrong, take the month of August off. Whether they're multimillionaires or not so much, they take the month of August off. They relax. They have all the excuses in the book, right? It's hot outside. I want to spend time with my friends before I have to go back to work. Or if you're a student, go back to school. So every reason in the book not to work during August. Other businesses or my prospects are out of town. They're traveling. They don't want to do business. So I don't have any opportunities. And I've always been a fan of, this is my personal style. I like to work when no one else is working and relax when everyone, when everyone else is working. Or excuse me, I like to work when no one else is working and relax when everyone else is working. I think that's what I said. So for example, in like October, everyone works. I try and put myself in a position in the month of October to just do whatever I want. Now you got to earn that hard work, right? You got to be consistent from January to September to, to be able to make that happen. But I like to relax when the beaches are quiet. Right now the beaches are busy. There's too many people there. When the restaurants are, are, are quiet. I like to buy things when no one else is buying things. I like to just do things the total opposite of other people. And working in August is one of those things. I like to put on the suit and tie in August, even though it's know, 110 degrees outside. I like getting in the studio. I like waking up early. I like doing the things that, that it takes to be successful in months like that. And that's what I did this month, as I do most August of each year. And the results are incredible. They speak for themselves. In a month where people think that no one wants to do business, I had more business come to me. In a month where people think there's you know, less eyeballs on social media, I had more views, more engagement than I'd say the last five months on social media. Income, people think, oh, you can't make as much money. Well, I proved that one 
wrong. In August, you can make some serious moves. Now, obviously, August is over, so this is looking into the future for you, you know, next year, the year after, etc. But there's really a principle here. And I learned this, I learned this from a lot of people, a lot of mentors, but uh, most notably my, my dad, he's a big fan of this. Just doing what doing the opposite of what the masses are doing. Just do the opposite. Just just think, okay, what's everyone else doing that gets normal results or mediocre results? Okay, how can I do it completely different but get radically better results? We were working with a real estate agent out here in Nevada and this real estate agent really wasn't doing much for us. You know, we found the listings. We did the research. We drove over there. We scoped out the neighborhood. We checked the school zones. We did pretty much, I mean, all the work. All we needed the real estate agent to do was open the, the door, have us take a look inside, see how it looks. And then if we liked a deal, negotiate the price and do the paperwork. That, that's really it. I mean, we, we kind of take over from there. We, we, we do everything else. Keep in mind, it's August. Every time we're around this real estate agent, every time, he always wanted to leave early. What do you mean, leave? You want to go home? Man, there's a lot of money on the line for you here. You wanted to just, he always wanted to go home. There was always some weird excuse to leave. And then when it comes down to it, when it was, hey, here's the deal. Here's what we want to do. Very fair for both sides. He just couldn't deliver. Now, when I say couldn't deliver, he, we don't need you to be a sales expert. We don't need you to be a negotiating machine. I don't need you to be at the same level as my dad, Chris McGarryhan Sr., or Kevin Trudeau, or Mark Cuban. I don't need you to be that good. I, I just, just Here's what we want. Make a few phone calls. I would follow this pattern if I was you and go make it happen. He couldn't make it happen. Now, here's why he couldn't make it happen. It's not because he doesn't have the ability to articulate, hey, here's what my clients want. Here's what we're going to do to make it happen. What do we have to do to get the deal done? It's not because he doesn't have the ability to articulate that. I think there's three main reasons. And by the way, we had to you know, get rid of the real estate agent because he couldn't get the deals that we wanted. But I think there's three main reasons why ultimately we had to let him go and why he's obviously not wildly successful as a real estate agent. One, he always wanted to leave early. Maybe the the easiest way to be successful is follow the 10,000 hour rule. What is the easiest, the simplest, where you really don't have to think that much. Malcolm Gladwell says, he did a study, Malcolm Gladwell, phenomenal author. If you haven't read Blink or Outliers or The Tipping Point, make sure to do so. They're amazing books and really smart guy. He says, I study successful people and they all put in 10,000 hours towards their craft before they were ever successful. Well, if you always want to leave early and show up late, you're not going to get to 10,000 hours very quickly. It's going to take you, I mean, if you're showing up late, 
and you're leaving early at every opportunity, it's going to be very difficult to accumulate your 10,000 hours to put in just the time it takes to be successful. You're, you're, trying to, you're trying to cut corners. You're trying to make shortcuts to success. And that's, that's just not how it works. So strategies, absolutely. But when you just don't want to be there, it's very hard to be successful with that attitude. And, and by the way, there's a lot of people with this attitude. They, they, they want to leave. They, wanna, they don't want to be in the office working on their dreams. They don't want to be in the field showing people real estate. To me, that doesn't show lack of work ethic necessarily. That just shows lack of passion. We were more passionate about finding deals and price per square foot and uh, uh, finding the, the lines that divide high school neighborhoods. We, we were more passionate about that than he was. It's not even our business. And we were more passionate about it. So the number one reason I think he and a lot of people are not successful in what they do is just passion. You know, if he was passionate we would be the one saying, hey, man, I got to go home now. I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted. No, no, no. Let me show you one more house. No, no, no. Trust me. You're going to love this. Check this out. You're, you're going to be upset that you didn't. It was the other way around. That's number one. Number two was he bit off more than he could chew. Now, it's great to, to be brash and be confident you know, Conor McGregor, I'm going to knock him out in the first round. That's, that's great to say, but then you have to deliver. You have to do it. This real estate agent, you know, said, we said, can you close this deal? Are you sure you can do this? And I knew it. When I looked in his eyes, I was like, nah, there's no way this guy can do it. I just, he had a vibe about him. First off, he always wanted to go home. All right. You don't seem that into this. But then when he answered this question, he said the words, but the intention, the vibe behind the words just didn't, didn't add up. It didn't, it didn't match. We said, can you close this deal? It was, a, I mean, the easiest deal of this guy's life. We did all the work. He said, yeah, 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 I can, I, I, I can definitely close this deal. And the way he said it was so unsure that he could close this deal. Which, by the way, if you're unsure, that's that's okay. Just tell us you're unsure. We'll, we'll figure something else out. But when someone like Conor McGregor says, I'm going to knock this guy out in the first round, the reason he's wildly successful is because he actually does it. I think this guy, I mean, for us, we let him go that evening because he said he was going to get something done and he didn't. It's not that you didn't get it done. It's that you told us you would. Don't bite off more than you can chew. I think that was number two. So first, he just wasn't passionate about being there. Two, he's telling us he can do things when really he can't. Okay, well, I, I just care about the result. I don't care about what you say in between. I just, I just want to get this done. And then I would say number three. And this may be the secret to success in your thinking in the way you communicate, in the way you try and sell or break down your product, in everything. He made things complicated. He made things complicated. When he was explaining, 
Yeah. Yeah. Talk to the other realtor. Here's what they said. It was very confusing. We're like, what? What do you? I don't know what this means. What? Did they say yes or no? When we when he tried to answer a question, he danced around it a lot. Successful people make complicated things sound simple. Successful people make complicated things sound simple. He made simple things sound complicated. We'd ask, did you talk to the realtor? Yeah, well, what we did was we reached out and we gave a 403212 breakdown of the... Okay, but did, so you reached out to him? Like It was very complicated, everything he answered. Did they say yes? Well, you know, they're not... Da, da, da. Did they, so they said no? Well, no, 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 they didn't say no. Oh, so what do they say? Yes or yeah? Do we have to count? This is very easy, but you're making this very complicated. And when you complicate things, whether you're articulating it to somebody else, like this real estate agent, or most importantly, you're articulating it to yourself, because that's what really matters. How do you talk to yourself, which we'll get into in a second. If you're being confusing, trying to be fancy, being complicated in the way you communicate to yourself and others, you are destined to fail epically. Keep things simple. The brain digests simple better than complicated. When you get you know, you, when you, you know that feeling when your brain gets fried, when you get overwhelmed, when you get a little stressed or, or, or anxious, and you're like, I don't know what to do. And you literally, you cannot figure out which direction to go. How am I going to get out of this tunnel that I just built myself into? Oh my God, my life is over. But as soon as you tell somebody and they wrap their head around it, that they see it from their perspective, they go, oh, no, Joe, all you really have to do is this. All you really have to do is say no to that person because they're not the right fit for you. All you really have to do, Susan, is, is break up with that guy because he's toxic. But because Susan, Joe, whoever it may be, couldn't articulate to themselves in a simple way what was happening, they couldn't make the right decision. And that's why so many people get stressed, get anxious, get overwhelmed by things that are really not that big of a deal because they can't articulate to others and themselves what's really happening. So the brain, if the brain's confused, how can it come up with the solution? It can't. Do you remember being in in school? Let's choose let's choose math class. I say this because I'm good at math, business math. Scholastic math, I, I, I don't think I ever wrap my head around. But business math, I'm very good at. But in school, algebra class, they'd give you these crazy equations that made zero sense. If X minus Z was the equivalent of an alligator, then how much does the alligator weigh if the alligator was Y? Just these stupid, stupid equations that you would never use in life. Well, the other, I haven't been in school in like a decade. So, so <laughs> the other day, my sister, my younger sister, who's in high school, sends me, hey, Chris, you're good at math. Now I'm good at math. I'm good because I like business math. I'm not good at like scholastic math. 
I need help with this math problem. Can you help me? Yeah, I think so. Send it to me. Let's find out. I'm trying to find out this equation. I don't know the rules to it. I don't know how to understand. I don't know how to break this down. This doesn't mean anything to me. I don't, this is stupid. Like it's, I can't break, I can't figure this out. So I'm getting confused. The more I look at it, oh wait, maybe I do this first. Are you supposed to do this? And I'm trying to figure this out on my own. It's getting very confusing. No one's taught me the rules to algebra in a decade. I don't remember any of this stuff. I haven't used any of this in a decade. My brain's getting confused. I text my sister because I wanted to figure this out. It was almost a pride thing, but I couldn't. I was getting so frustrated trying to break down this algebraic equation that I had no idea how to solve. My brain's getting confused. I say, Hannah, what are the rules for this? Are there steps to breaking down this equation? Oh, yeah. She sends me a photo of three steps to solve the equation. Once it got simplified, I was able to solve it in two minutes. Something that took me 20 minutes to try and figure out on my own because my brain was getting more and more complicated as the time went on. The brain cannot find the answers. It cannot get, find solutions to your problems when it's in a complicated state, when it's confused. You gotta keep it simple. Now this ultimately falls under the umbrella of language. Language, how you communicate to yourself and to others. It is, if there's one skill that you could develop that I can guarantee you could make money using, it's this. It's how you communicate to yourself and then to others. Communicating to others is explaining a product. Ever, have you ever heard two people explain the same product? One person, you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. This really doesn't sound that cool. No, I'm not interested. But you, you hear another person explain the exact same product. You say, you know what? I want to buy this. I'm going to run to the store right now. Matter of fact, where could I get this? I'm going to order on Amazon as we speak. They're explaining the same thing, but one person's explaining it just better than the other. That's a huge skill. That's the art of selling, persuasion. Obviously, if you're a speaker or you do things like this, communication. But let's break it down to the nth degree where it really begins. Because you can't communicate articulately to others if you can't do so to yourself first. So now let's transition to things that hold us back. Always find this fascinating. Things that hold people back from being successful, getting what they want out of life or out of business. I find this so interesting because there's some people that grow up in extreme circumstances. Uh, they grow up in extreme poverty, you know, food stamps, don't have any food in the fridge, uh, getting evicted because they can't pay the rent, single mother, living in the projects. I mean, those are extreme, extreme circumstances. But there's stories of those people becoming su successful. Then there's people who grow up amazing. I mean, if you think about it, uh, middle class, don't ever have to worry about, are the bills paid? Are my parents going to make it? Hey, I got new basketball shoes this year. But that person doesn't become successful 
because of their own traumas, their own experiences. Well, is it their experiences? Is it the way they grew up that determines who's going to be successful? No, because there's people that are middle class that end up becoming billionaires. There's people low class that end up becoming billionaires and some become, you know, dead or in jail. It has nothing to do with where you grew up, how you grew up, what color you are, your language. Make no mistake, certain things are more difficult. I can't relate to being an African-American in the projects in America. I can't relate to that, so I'm not saying that. But I'm saying there's some people in the projects that become you know, multimillionaires. Jay-Z, P. Diddy, uh, uh, Damon John. There's other people from other walks of life that become wildly successful. What determines that is how are you talking to yourself? Now, if we break this down even further, what questions do you ask yourself? What questions do you ask yourself? When you wake up in the morning, do you ask, man, why, do I, why did I sign up for this job that I hate? When you wake up in the morning, do you ask yourself, man, why didn't I go to college? Why didn't I listen to my parents? Why didn't, are these the questions you're asking yourself? Are you asking yourself, and why did I have to be born to parents who had specific genetics because now I'm overweight? Why did I have to grow up in this specific city? Why did I, what would have happened if I had just not went to that party that night and instead went to that business meeting? Are you asking those, yourself those questions? Or when you wake up first thing in the morning, are you asking questions like, what can I do today to make an extra $1,000? What can I do today to guarantee that I go to sleep happy tonight? What can I do today to dismantle my competition? What can I do today to let my family know that I love them more than anything else on planet Earth? What can I do today to get where I want to go tomorrow? It's interesting, right? What questions... Not that you're asking others, you're asking yourself. Questions can either lead to riches or excuses. Excuses. Why'd I have to grow up in the city of Santa Ana where there's no opportunity? Riches. What can I do today in Santa Ana to make an extra $500 cash? Excuses. Why'd I have to grow up with parents that knew nothing about business and went 50 grand in credit card debt? Riches. What can I do today to get my parents a little bit more out of credit card debt and teach people to never get themselves into that type of debt because I know what it looks like? The questions you ask are vital. Now that's just when you wake up in the morning. That's the first thing. What about when the day begins? Let's say you get to the office, you're an entrepreneur. You get to the office, you sit down in your chair. What question are you asking? Are you asking yourself, what can I do to just get by today? What can I do to stay awake? What can I do to, to get some more energy? How many coffees do I have to drink 
just to, just to feel alive? Are you asking those questions or are you asking yourself as soon as you sit in that office chair, it's 9 a.m., you're ready to go, are you asking yourself, what do we have to do today to grow the company? What has to get done so that we're living on a yacht 10 years from now? The question do you ask? Now, that's just by 9 a.m. So far, we've rolled out of bed, asked a question there. We got to the office at 9, asked another question there. By the way, there's a lot of questions in between waking up and getting to the office. What are you going to eat that morning? There's a whole psychological battle there. Why should I eat these eggs and avocado? I'm never going to amount to anything. Versus, how am I going to feel when I put some serious protein and lean fats in my body. How well am I going to perform today? Questions. When you're debating, should I go to the gym or sleep an extra 30 minutes? Why should I go to the gym? I'm never going to look like those people in the magazines. Or what workout am I going to do today so I look and feel phenomenal? Questions. But the day goes on. Get to the office at 9, ask yourself a few questions. Now it's 12 o'clock, three hours into the workday. It's question time. By this point, if you're in business, you've definitely faced a few problems by 12 p.m. That's how it goes. A few roadblocks, a couple frustrations. Just remember, the best business people are the best problem solvers. That's part of the game. But now it's 12. Ah! How can, I, how can I disguise myself to look like I'm working but really just take two or three hours for lunch? Are you asking that question? Or are you asking the question, what can I put in my body just to fuel myself, just to perform at a high level so I can keep going until the day is over? How can I eat this lunch while, while, while getting a little bit more work done? I got big dreams. I want to go places. How can I eat while I work? Now, by the way, this doesn't have to do with business. I'm using business because I, I think more in business terms. It's more of a business podcast. But this could be anything. This could be relationships. Let's say you go on a date with somebody. What questions are you asking yourself going into that date? Are you saying, why would this person ever love me? Why would this person ever want to be with someone like me? Are you asking those questions? All right. It's not going to be a successful date if I had to put money on it. Or are you asking your questions like, what can I wear to really show that I'm someone that means business? Or what, what can I wear tonight? What, what can I say? What questions can I ask them to find out what they're really about? If you're going to see your parents, are you asking the question to yourself, Man, why does my mom always have to pick on me every time I go there? Why is it that every time I show up, they critique me about my career? Are you asking those questions? Again, you're probably going to show up to that dinner with your parents in not the best mood. I, I can't assume that this is going to go very well for you. But ask a different question. Instead, ask... What can I do at dinner with my parents to just let them know that I love them? What can I do, even though they may critique me, judge me, 
whatever it may be, what could I do to just have a great attitude and not let that affect me? The questions you ask, the language that you use to yourself determines your outcome for the day. And if you do that on a daily basis, it ultimately determines the outcome for your life. So here are a few generic topics you can ask questions about. Business. If you aspire to have huge success in business, what questions are you asking yourself? Are you asking yourself, can I really do this? Do I have what it takes? I mean, these are all opinions, by the way. There's no factual answer. Um, What most people think are facts aren't facts. They're opinions. Two plus two equals four. That's a fact. Can you make it in business? I don't know. There's... It's not a factual question. So when it comes to business, what questions are you asking yourself? Can I make it? Do I have what it takes? Am I ever going to amount to anything? Or are your business questions, what do we have to do today to make some moves? How can I make $1,000 today? How can I grow the company today? Who can I hire or who can I fire today that will give us more success in 90 days? questions when it comes to your health what questions are you asking what's the point of eating healthy i'm never going to be lean and fit what's the point of going to the gym why should i exercise i just don't have the bone structure are asking those questions at the same time you could be asking questions like i wonder i wonder how much protein someone's supposed to consume if they want to lose weight I wonder, and now we transition from questions like, what can I do to get fit to almost curiosity-based questions, true passionate curiosity. I wonder what you eat to burn the most fat. I wonder what that guy did to grow his business. I wonder, again, these are good questions. Because now it's getting the brain exercising. You're going to go now learn something. There's a lot of different ways you could go about this in a positive way. Most people choose negative. Why me? What did I do to deserve this? How can I get out of this? When is this going to be over? Right, those are kind of the basics of, of questions. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. Use those same bases to create positive results for yourself. Ask yourself the right questions. So an exercise that I did recently, I've done this a few times throughout my career. I don't do this all the time. I don't do this once a month or even every 90 days, but I do it you know, when I need to. I sit down. I write a list of all the questions I've been asking, and I, I keep it real with myself. I've been asking, what's the point of going to the gym? I'm exhausted. I got two babies in a business. What's the point of eating that salad? What's the point? I'm, what's the point of eating that salad? I'm naturally skinny. I don't need to. What's the point? I write down all the questions that I am asking in a negative way that's getting me you know, negative results or will get me negative results. And then I make a list of questions that I have to replace those with. 
How can I have more energy in the morning to get an, an extra 30 minutes in the gym? How can I increase revenue 10%? How can I get that person to understand that they can make a huge profit doing what they love? How can I communicate to this person on this phone call that working together will make them rich? So first I have to be honest with myself. What questions am I asking myself that's holding me back? But then I got to replace it. I don't want to just stare at the problem. I got to do something about it. And that's where the list of questions you should be asking comes into play. So language. Language is key. Now, once you do this, think about it. Start asking yourself more positive, more efficient, more effective questions. What's going to happen? You're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to take more action. You're going to be more clear-minded. Do you think this is going to be good when you go and talk to other people if you're clear-minded if you're efficient if you're asking these questions you're going to be much more pleasurable much more exciting much more productive to talk to than if you're asking when's this going to be over like the real estate agent when's this going to be over what time are they going to stop how can i get out of this situation that's why he wasn't successful because Internally, he's asking himself questions that are bringing him down. As opposed to, that guy could have been asking questions. How can I get these guys to understand that this is the house that they need to buy right now at any cost? When would be a good time to call the realtor and negotiate a deal? What do I have to do to get these guys in the same room as the seller, because I think they can persuade them better than I could. Questions. It's all about questions that you ask internally. And when you do this, you feel better, you perform better, you execute better, and you articulate better to other people. And if you're an entrepreneur, just a human being, to be successful, you're in the human business, you're in the people business. So the better you can articulate to them, the better you'll be in business, in life, in whatever you want. Ask yourself better questions. So with that being said, I hope this helped. I hope you got tremendous benefit from this podcast and this episode in particular. Let me know if there's any questions. Uh, obviously, this went psychologically a little bit deep. And these are psychological triggers that I've studied and learned from other people. But put this into practice. Start with that list. What questions are you asking yourself that you shouldn't be? And what questions can you replace those with to get positive results? Do that exercise, not just for me. I would love for you to do it because I know it's going to help, but do it for you. I guarantee you'll get benefit from this. If not long-term, at least temporarily. So let me know. But besides that, you guys, thank you so much for your watching. I appreciate your time and attention more than you know. If there's anything you need, feel free to reach out. You can message me on social media, email me personally. We have a lot of exciting things to come up. So if you haven't yet, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter. I've been sending newsletters out um, pretty consistently now about topics like this. 
where I break down a lot of psychological things that are holding people back that can you can change pretty quickly and I'm getting a lot of great response. So if you haven't been a part of our newsletter yet, make sure to subscribe to that. I'll put the link in the comment section. But aside from that, have an amazing week. It's the conclusion of summer. Let's get ready for fall. Let's crush 2018 with every ounce of hustle that we have. So thank you for watching. This is Chris McGarry Han Jr. signing out. I'll talk to you soon.